Uh, next game, um, I don't have a lot on this one because um, I, I went with the Bears, so maybe I should uh, leave this one to you. But uh, the Bills maintained the number one seed in the AFC. Um, for an Irish person of the game, I thought the Bears did a really good staying job on, on Josh Allen. I mean, the weather probably was a factor, but Josh Allen turned the ball over a couple of times. The, the Bears played like we've seen recently, keeping within games, keeping within one score. But I was, inevitably, the, the class took over, you know, towards the back end of the third quarter, fourth quarter, and it was a, it was a route in the end, you know, for him to put up 35 points in, in that, in those conditions. But in fairness to the Bears, Justin Fields didn't have the, the greatest of games compared to what we saw recently, but he still did enough, he still showed enough promise again that the Bears fans will be very confident that, you know, if they can build around him. And for the Bills, it's it's a crucial win, obviously, they've, they're going to see what comes in the Bengals. Um, so you've got the Bengals this week, Monday Night Football, so that's obviously a key, key game, and the Chiefs have held on again. But, um, I mean, where, where do you go with this Bills team? Because like, they don't have a running game. We saw again on Sunday, Singletary has some bright spots. and You know, Josh Allen, again, they're relying on him to run. Didn't have as many yards as we've seen previously, like the week before against the Dolphins. But we all think they'll be in the Super Bowl, potentially, but yet they still don't have a, a consistent run game. Is it going to is it going to come back to haunt them in the end? It could, but Josh Allen just is a, he is a man on a mission, and and that's the the difference, you know. And yeah, this was a game. I suppose in some ways, like similar to the the last game, where up to half time, you know, it was it was very even, and then Bears obviously going up, and the Bills are super frustrated, and and Josh is trying to do too much, and then he manages to channel it in the you know, in the second half. Ultimately, the for for the Bills, if they get the number one seed, they will have earned it because they now have a road game against the Bengals and then they have to take on the, the Patriots, albeit at home. But that that's tough. A divisional matchup, Bill Belichick wanting to try to spoil the party. So if they do get it, they will absolutely have earned it. And yeah, they, they are doing it in a, a, different, a difficult way. The run game, I suppose, is the the biggest factor. But but we saw at times, I mean, last year in the playoffs, they absolutely took off. So it's about catching fire at the right time, and they are certainly capable of doing that. The one team challenge, well, there's two teams challenging. Bearing in mind that the Bengals are on a run as well, but obviously the Chiefs are the one that is the key focus. You know, they, they played each other. I think it was Week Five. The Bills won. 24-10 on Sunday against the Seahawks. I was delighted to see that score, bearing in mind. The, the Seahawks are in the running for a wild card spot. But um, again, it just doesn't feel right. Like They came out early. They, you, you got Kadarius Tony scoring a touchdown. They, they went down the field at ease on the Seahawks defence and they got up early. And it looked like it was one of those games that were just going to put them to bed, play one. Like, in a way, like similar to what we saw in Mile High a couple of weeks ago. And then... As the second half progressed, similar to what we've seen, they do very little with the ball offensively. Seattle moved the ball quite well up and down the field, but then the key fourth down plays couldn't couldn't make the play. And the Chiefs eased her win. Obviously, Patrick Mahomes went in with a late score, running it, rushing touchdown to kind of put the game away. I was kind of questioning whether that really was a touchdown. I know he stretched out and he hit the point on, but I've seen I've seen them not give him. But wasn't even sorry, wasn't Janet wasn't looked at in the replay. But again. They're winning, but they're not winning with any deal of, no one's a cover, but I mean, you, you, you couldn't right now with the confidence that they will go in and beat the Bills. If the game was to come around again, they play each other, you know, you know up, in, up in Buffalo with the weather and all the rest. They just don't seem to be doing enough right now. 
look, they're winning. Like, don't get me wrong. And they've got very winnable games to, to finish the season off. They've got, as you said, you look at the Bills schedule, they've got the easier running. They play the Broncos and, and they play a final game against the Raiders, who right now are hit and miss. So they should win out. They should be in a position to challenge the Bills for number one seed. But just, just, they're stuttering in the playoffs, in my opinion. It's a strange one. It's it's tough to know because I, I feel they have so much ability uh, and at times it's almost too easy and they, they switch off because they're so dominant generally early and, and teams kind of can't keep up with them and they almost get bored and, and allow them to kind of come back into it so they have a challenge but can't do that in the playoffs. That That is the issue. Patrick Mahomes is playing unbelievably well, and uh, he he has, you know, he's in, he it absolutely enjoying himself. Like the whole the league, one of the reasons that everyone's gotten to too high shell is the likes of Patrick Mahomes. Um, but he has found out how to to toy with that system now. For the Seahawks, it is three losses in in a row. The Gino ha- isn't playing well, but the line isn't helping him. The line has definitely regressed, and and that is an issue. And Tyler Lockett being out, I mean, Lockett is such an important kind of player for for them. The Chiefs, the, this is the thing though. They now take on a, a Broncos team who you know they should absolutely dominate that game on Sunday. Will they? The uh, you know they. But it's it's all about the playoffs for for the Chiefs and and what version of them shows up. So for them, the last two games are get the win and ensure you've no injuries. Just going to show up a couple of comments, kind of reflection reflecting on what we just said there about the Chiefs. Uh, good point from Luke. And they need to play much better if they want to be in the Super Bowl. Second half performance needs to be better. I mean, we touched on it there, and the Bills and Bengals right there are the better teams. Bear in mind how well they're playing. Um, Luke also had a good one around the Panthers. Good win, coach done a good job again. Similar kind of thought process. Whether he'll get the job is another one. Is another team come to the end of the season. If not, someone else may pick him up with the uh, Black Monday out of us after week 18. Um, moving on, next game. Now, this is an interesting one. We're moving it back in. We're jumping a, a day out of the other game. We're going to Christmas Day. Colin, um, we all picked the Dolphins. We all felt the Dolphins would uh, find their way to ease the concerns of the last few weeks where they've lost three games in a row. And for an parts of the first half, it looked that way. Two was showing some lovely uh, balls to Waddle and to Hill, and they went up by 10 points, and everything seemed to go fine. They had a, a strong run then. They, they didn't finish great with the run. They finished with 82 yards rushing. They had 62 yards in the first half. In the second half, they handed the ball off four times. Didn't make any sense because they were they were gashing the Packers in the run, and they were, they were getting significant plays down the field. I think the, the turning point was just before half-time. They were up by 10 points and looked like they were driving again to potentially score and really secure the game, essentially, uh, just before half-time. And the, uh, there was a fumble, a huge play by the Packers' defence. I think the Packers only took a field goal off that, but it was still felt like a bit of a m- momentum swing. And even into the into the tour quarter, there was a there was a pick-off by Rodgers. It looked like the game was, was there. But to do it on Sunday... I mean, for a team, like, don't get me wrong, we, we praised the head coach all year long. But they got away from the run game. Most, most of them, and um, Wilson were doing really well, as I said, they, they had some good numbers in the first half. And in the second half, they only had the ball off four times. Two, and it was, it wasn't that they were struggling, but he didn't have the same composure as we, what we saw even the week prior in Buffalo. He turned the ball over three times. 
And the Packers adjusted very well in the second half. Where they were getting gashed down and beaten on throws in the second half, they squeezed it to the middle of the field, wouldn't allow Tua to go into that area, and he was then reliant on trying to work to the perimeter. And as you called out a few weeks ago, um, in the game against the Chargers, he went when he was going into the perimeter, he just wasn't he wasn't getting the ball into the right spots for the wide receivers. Similar kind of pattern. And then he got intercepted three times in the last one in particular, when they got the ball back, having stopped the Packers and, and made a six-point game. Look, okay, two two minutes, one second to go. Potentially an opportunity to be on the field, win the game, secure a playoff spot. He chose a needless interception. With Tyreek Tyree Hill wide open on the other side of the field, so it was a very off-putting um, play. And two is back in the concussion protocol. Saw a good one this morning. It's uh, the big player, no play with two right now. Um, and that's how the t- uh, Dolphins are treating this offense because they seem to the run game Brandon went out well they did the, the week prior against the Bills they, they got away from it very quickly in this game and the Packers right now and it's three games in a row and they're on a bit of a run the Vikings at home the Lions at home there is a possibility they could they could sneak in if the results go their way yeah, in particular with the Commanders so over the next two weeks I think though Brian two was two shouldn't have played the second half two was concussed like this is this is the insanity. Like how the NFL have pulled players from games who aren't concussed, but when players are concussed, they're allowed to to play on. Like where was the spotter, and what were the the Dolphins doing? Like you, sometimes you have to save players for from themselves. I, I know Tua might want to play, but my goodness, the the league has a duty of care to its uh, participants. I mean, the Tua is on his third concussion of the, the season. They tried to play one off as a back spasm. Remember that? That this is bananas. And, and it was very evident what, like, that he wasn't right. And yet it just continued on. I, they have to, have to, um, for me, shut him down for the rest of the year. I know Dalton fans all want to hear that. I know that will impact on them. But I don't see how a guy who has had three concussions in the space of three months, those that's a brain injury. Like your brain gets rattled around. That's what a concussion is. I don't see how you put him back out there again. And the the league and the, the franchise need to protect the player from himself. And just because he says uh, he's fine does not mean he's fine. And look, yeah, the... the, the Kudos to the Packers, but Tua shouldn't have played that second half. We're, we're speculating, but if the Dolphins do know at halftime, there's a potential concussion there, and obviously they're they're so focused on winning the game and getting into the playoffs. Why does it? Why does the head coach? Maybe we flip it onto the head coach. Why does he move get away from what was working in the first half? I mean, we're not going to pretend we know everything that goes on and players are calling the plays, but when you've got an effective run game, two players that are doing really well, you know your quarterback is struggling potentially with it with it, you know, whatever. If it is a concussion, but certainly an injury of some sort, why not to rely on what has been happening? Surely that eases the pressure on your quarterback to allow him to play not a conservative game, but like you're balancing the offense with a run and pass instead of reliant on two. Because in the second half, he was like 87 of the plays, which were passing plays. And the, like in the floor set after the game, oh, we knew at halftime we had this. We 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 adjusted at halftime. We we knew our guys were already reading to his eyes. They knew he was he was struggling with an injury. And obviously now we're talking about concussion. But they knew at halftime, he's not right. And we, if we read his eyes, we're going to get interceptions. And they got three interceptions in, in the second half. Like, surely 
McDaniel again has to be called into question around how he calls this game. Well, it's on him, but it's on it's on ev- everyone in the the organization. I mean, the, the medical staff. I mean, you know, I, I'm sure, you know, he he will say doctors clear. Well, how did the doctors clear him? It's it's a it's a mess. It really it really really is. And you would have to say, as impressive as the Dolphins have been on offense at times this year, their handling of uh, situations at times has been absolutely baffling. And, um, you know, I, 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 I just, I, I, I wonder how they're going to handle this situation going forward. But as I said, three concussions in three months. No, it's crazy. Similar point. How can this ball not catch it? You know, you've called it. Everyone has called it as well. Everybody's called it over the course of the last few days. It's very evident. Interesting to see how the, how the next few days play out. I certainly don't think he's going to be playing this weekend. So, um, yeah, two teams with very precarious situations if they're going to make the playoffs. Um, these two teams will be in the playoffs and they treat us to a shootout in the uh, 9 o'clock, 9.25 window on Christmas Eve. Eagles-Cowboys, NFC East, typical game, uh, as we obviously, when these two play each other, high-scoring fair, and Cowboys coming out on the right side of this one. 40-34. Um, the Eagles ever punted once in the game, I don't believe, and the Cowboys... Defense struggled against uh, Gardner Minshew. But in fairness, he had a, a really strong game. It kind of played out in the manner in which we we said, like we we felt it wouldn't be a big drop off. Obviously, there are two different quarterbacks, Hurts and, and Minshew, but he arguably is one of the better backups in the league. And he came out firing them. The Cowboys, I mean, the Cowboys' defense right now are going through it. I don't know how to put put the defense down. Like they were so dominant earlier in the season, where we were we were singing the praise of. Lawrence and, and Micah Parsons, but over the course of the last few weeks, like the Texans game, the game in Jacksonville last week when they gave up over 500 yards, and again this week, I mean, the, the Eagles went up and down the field from up and down the field, and like I felt the Eagles really should have won this game. There was significant um, four quarter plays that kind of changed the changed the game. Like in terms of there was two turnovers, it was the fumble, then obviously there was the interception, which was a great interception, fairness by the Cowboys that turned the game. And I would I would think back to a Jordan twenty nine play by by Dak Prescott where he finds T. Y. Hilton, where for some reason Gallon did not call me. Uh, I thought he would do what went tap it to there and essentially block up the field. Yeah, you can take yards in the middle of the field, but you're not going to get twenty nine yards on this. But Dak Prescott throws the bomb up. T. Y. Hilton comes down with it, and that's a game changer because at that stage the Eagles were up by seven. You you would stand that toward down there, you get the ball back, and the way in which the Eagles were moving the ball at that stage. You would think they would put the game away, but Dak Prescott started started sluggish, struggled early, finished at twenty seven to thirty five, three hundred forty seven yards, huge numbers, three touchdowns. But for me, that bomb was the game changer. And despite the fumbles, to me, that would have been the play that would have given the Eagles the win. Even then, at the end, they still managed to go down the field sixty seven yards and put themselves in a position to win the game. Just couldn't get it over to them. For it's a great win for the Cowboys. Bearing in mind they're still with a slim chance of winning the division and potentially even getting them one seed, but questions have to be asked of this defence because they're going to come up against the likes of the Cowboys, sorry, against the Eagles again, whatever way you look at it, in the playoffs and the, the 49ers and, and even the Vikings who can put up huge numbers and, okay, the Vikings didn't have the best of the games the last time, but again, come playoff, that could change. So Cowboys is a good win, but I'd, I'd be very concerned going into the playoffs the way the defence is playing at this moment in time. 
Yeah, it was a, a strange game. And yeah, the, the third and thirty, I think, is what this game will always be referred to. And it was a just that that change. To me, the the play call and the execution by the Eagles was awful. And they got completely discombobulated and they just lost their heads for a few minutes after that. And by the time they got right, it was too late, essentially. Uh, for for them, I think this, while there wasn't a huge drop-off, you saw the difference. And, and if Hertz had been in there, it could have been very different. But, but Lane Johnson is now out for the rest of the regular season. And we don't know what it means to the playoffs. That line is key to everything the Eagles do. It dictates everything because... It, it allows them the opportunity to run whenever they really want to. It allows them to, and, and especially with Hurts there, because you're not sure, is he going to take off? Is he going to sit back and pass? But without him there, he is one of the key pieces. And, and that is a huge, huge loss um, that I don't think can be overstated. Um, they should have, have enough probably to, to just get over the line. But if he is missing for the playoffs, uh, that that is a, a significant, significant uh, dent in the Eagles' armor. For the Cowboys, yeah, I, I, look, they found a way to win. They needed to win, um, and they they did. Um, I did think again, Jer- Jerry's comments to Jerry Jones is, is something else. CD Lamb drops a pass because of the sun, and get, Jerry gets asked about it today. And just refuses. We we know the the sun is there. Yeah, Jerry. Everybody knows it, and it's caused numerous issues. It has cost your team on a number of occasions. But because he wanted to look nice, he refused to do anything. It's telling to me that is telling that an owner he keep up he he wants he want he claims he wants to win, but he is more concerned about the aesthetics rather than ensuring the team gets victory. I couldn't see Robert Kraft taking that approach. Was it not that you said that it's the same sun that the Eagles had to look at as well? You know, here comes the sun. And maybe that's probably on his, uh, on his CD pair. And you're right. Like he, it's all about the razzmatazz for, for Jerry. He wants everything to be, look great and stage him to feel nice. I mean, we, we have the repeated instance of punts hitting this, hitting the, the big screen above the pitch time and time again as well, because they didn't, they couldn't figure that out either. Look, yeah, um, interesting to see how the Cowboys played play this weekend as, and essentially as, as well as that. Eagles home to the Saints. Saints obviously have to win now. And bearing in mind there's a few injuries, not just Lane Jones, there's a couple of other players that are carrying injuries. It'd be interesting to see if they do secure the number one seed, if they play anybody come the last weekend um, to, of the season when they play the Giants in Week 18. Um, interest, interesting to see. Cowboys, again, it's, it's, it's what we spoke about a few weeks ago when Fred was engaging. They essentially know where they're going. They know they're playing the, the NFC South and they're obviously locked into that fifth seed, uh, obviously with, with a slim chance of getting the division. So um, interesting few weeks there uh, to see how many players they want to play come the time when the Eagles wrap up the number one seed 